I'm Nicole Stevens. Come join me and let's walk with Jesus. Okay, I'm going to read a quote and you try to think of what year or roundabout it was said. The present age is so flippant that if a man loves the Savior, he is called a fanatic. And if he hates the powers of evil, he is named a bigot. Did you say 2020 or 1990? This was actually said in the mid-1800s by none other than Charles Spurgeon. (laughs) Are you surprised? Does it feel like we are in the same place Ecclesiastes 1.9 says, The thing that hath been, it is that which shall be, and that which is done is that which shall be done, and there is no new thing under the sun. Now, it may feel like American society has changed, and I believe it absolutely has normalized evil and wickedness more than it ever has, and I do believe Satan definitely has used technology to help advance his will faster than ever. You can listen to episode number 46, Modern Day Tower of Babel, if you want to hear that side of things. But for whatever the reason, I hope we can all agree that it is more objectionable than ever to be a Christian in our nation than it ever has been before. Don't get me wrong, we still have it good here. We are still able to meet as a church openly, have Bibles, and tell others about God. We should thank God every day for that and pray for the countries that are not able to have those freedoms. But we need to be aware of the changing tides. Our country doesn't seem to think in absolutes anymore. You may think that the majority does, and it's just the media that is being the loudest, but you can ask people in your day-to-day life, and you will see a shift change in their thinking, even those that proclaim to follow Christ. It used to be where religious and non-religious alike could agree in basic things like what was wrong and right, good and bad, up and down, but... Now people say it might be wrong for you, but it's right for me, or that's your truth, this is my truth, as if truth could be manipulated and changed. If nothing is absolute and true anymore, then there's no authority in anything because anyone and anything goes and is accepted, and if there's no absolute truth or authority, then there's no need for the Bible or God. If the truth is relevant, then Jesus is relevant. The Bible is relevant. How convenient to not only deny God, but to try and erase all reasoning to even acknowledge any basic truth at all, even in the secular world. Why is this done? Wouldn't you think people would like to have a way to figure out which side is up, which side is down, which side is the right side of the looking glass? We can't even agree in anatomy and genders anymore, let alone what classifies as racism and oppression. Everything feels like an abstract painting. It's chaos. It's not God who's the author of confusion. He's clear. He is the author of truth, and he desires for us to know him, and therefore know truth. 1 Corinthians 14.33, For God is not the author of confusion, but of peace, as in all churches of the saints. And we know John 3.16, For God so loved the world, that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. He loves the whole world and wants everyone to believe in him, so they can have everlasting life. And 1 Timothy 2.4-6 says, who will have all men to be saved and to come into the knowledge of the truth. For there is one God and one mediator between God and men, the man Christ Jesus, who gave himself a ransom for all to be testified in due time. He wants all men to be saved and come into the knowledge of the truth. And here's the thing. If you know Jesus as your Savior, then you will not only know that truth, but you will also know his will and all that he designed and intended. You will know through his word the difference between what the world wants to tell you is truth, relative or not, and what exactly is the unchanging truth of God. 
If you don't get grounded in his word and a Bible-believing, teaching, preaching church, you're going to be believing all sorts of things. I know that it probably seems like I'm talking about the same things as I have in previous episodes, and I am, (laughs) but it just seems like every day that goes by, the delusion that the world is painting gets thicker and thicker, and there are self-proclaiming Christians who are believing things not of the Bible, or they're leaving Christ altogether. 2 Corinthians 2, 2-4, I've read this one before, but have renounced the hidden things of dishonesty, not walking in craftiness, nor handling the word of God deceitfully, but by the manifestation of the truth, commending ourselves to every man's conscience in the sight of God. But if our gospel be hid, it is hid to them that are lost, in whom the God of this world hath blinded the minds of them which believe not, lest the light of the glorious gospel of Christ, who is the image of God, should shine unto them. There is a spiritual battle. Do you see it? And I hope everyone who is listening can agree that God is worthy. He's worthy of our time, our reputation, our money, our lives, everything. So what are we busy doing? What are we busy caring about? What are we busy arguing about? Is it for his kingdom? If someone says something that is unbiblical and a lie, do you have the boldness of Christ to show them and point them to the truth? Do we waste those opportunities? Don't do it so you can stroke your ego and be hateful about it, but do it for the love of the creation that God died for and hopes to restore them to God. What a beautiful thing to be a part of. Don't let someone continue to walk down the road of death and destruction without pointing them to the road of hope and life everlasting. We have to get to a point where we quit caring what the world thinks about us. If they are opposite of Jesus and anti-Jesus, then strive to do the things the world hates because then you know you'll be closer to doing the things that God desires. Satan and the world infest this place with lies and destruction. So let's go and speak truth and hope and be the beacon of life for the ships that are about to be destroyed and the rocks of the enemy. And remember John 15, 18 through 19. If the world hate you, you know that it hated me before it hated you. If you were of the world, the world would love his own. But because you're not of this world, but I have chosen you out of the world, therefore the world hateth you. We have to make sure that we ask ourselves who we are living for and whose opinions we care more about. Is it the world's or God's? You cannot get approval from both. And yet also remember you're not walking alone. John 16:33. These things I have spoken unto you that in me you might have peace. In the world you shall have tribulation, but be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. Don't let Satan muddle the water and watch people drink from it when you know where the source of the fountain of life is. You just have to open your mouth and tell them the way. And I am also talking to myself here. Revelation 7:16 through 17. They shall hunger no more, neither thirst any more, neither shall the sun light in them nor any heat, for the Lamb which is in the midst of the throne shall feed them, and shall lead them into living fountains of waters, and God shall wipe away all tears from their eyes. Don't you want other people to be able to have this eternal life with the Lord that we will also have? We have to stop going along with these no absolutes mentality way of living right now because it is rebellion against God and all that he designed. We have to stop being scared into silence. If you have any questions, prayer requests, or need a physical Bible, feel free to DM me on Instagram at walkwithjesuspodcast or email me at walkwithjesuspodcast at gmail.com and I will talk to y'all next Monday. (laughs) 